Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I am doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. Well, with just a few days to go to the American election, there's a lot going on. We've got COVID. We have uh, shutdowns in Europe, all kinds of crisis and rioting and all kinds of things. Also predicted, depending on what happens on Tuesday night, this is um, Friday, October 30th, which is why I'm presenting you with this special edition of Shrink Money Advice. One of the things I learned a long time ago in working with first responders is building systems and abilities to control unpredictable crisis or stress. So when you know that unpredictable things are going to happen, so you you don't know when, you just know they will happen eventually. If you have a plan to handle them in some ways, it gets it takes away from that what we call anticipatory stress or the the waiting side of stress. And what we're seeing now in our in our world is is a, a great deal of well, we know that it's coming. We know there's a crisis. For example, Tuesday we know there'll be probably all kinds of issues about the election, regardless of who wins in America. The question is, what are we doing to make it predictable? So what can we do to, on the investment side to make sure we've accounted for that predictability of the unpredictable, if you will? But the most important thing is, are we, are we doing things for after the crisis? Many, many uh, podcasts ago, I talked about insurance and how I had used those and continue to use those to protect on the downside. And, and if you haven't gotten into them yet, it's probably too late. And, and you know, I, I heard a great deal today on the talk, the talk shows to people talking about, well, getting ready for this and how do you get ready for the uncertainty and so on of what's going to happen on Tuesday. And generally speaking, if you've waited this long, it's probably going to be uh, too late. Uh, there are still some things you can do, but generally speaking, uh, with the markets dropping, I think today it's already down 300 uh, or 400 more points. It may be difficult to take advantage of those kinds of things that we've talked about in the past. But you certainly can prepare for life after the crisis. So what will it look like? Well, we've learned some things. We've learned that the timeline for a vaccine to COVID, for example, likely by November, December, uh, probably late November, early December, they'll be able to start vaccinating seniors or those with um, compromising conditions. And it may take up until the spring before there's mass vaccinations of people. So we're going to have to be living with this for some time. And it's already ingrained in us and changed in us uh, some behavior. For example, people are beginning to really value space. 
the ability to have a place to live where you have space, where you can basically create your own place to enjoy and to recreate. And that's becoming more and more popular. And we see this in, in what's happening with real estate. The combination of that, and I've talked about this in previous podcasts, is the increasingly uh, draw, uh, increasing drop in percents of, of um, cost of debt. Just yesterday, I received an email from, I believe it's uh, Modus Bank here in Canada, uh, for a 1.35% five-year uh, mortgage rate. They had just dropped, I believe, another half point from 1.85. Now, if you had said, you know, 10 years ago, if you had said interest rates are going to be 1.35% for five years, you probably wouldn't believe anybody who told you that. But this is where we are today. So this is what we know. The cost of money is dropping. Uh, people want to live in areas where they can have more space. Um, and what does that mean? Well, um, let's let's combine that with the cost of energy. Even though we, we see interest rates dropping, in some uh, localities where we have real estate, we learn that the the cost of per kilowatt hour of uh, hydro in the winter is uh, 25 cents or more during peak times from uh, November to March. So if you think about that, the cost of, of hydro and energy is going up. Interest rates are dropping. And people want more space. So uh, one way to plan beyond the crisis is to look at um, investment opportunities where people will be wanting, if they're going to rent, they're going to want to rent a home as opposed to a condo, for example. Um, they're going to want, and, and this is really uh, interesting because in the past these were not desirable, but now they are walk-up apartments instead of uh, apartments with elevators. Uh, townhomes that have backyards, access to some form of greenery, if you will. Um, obviously, it's a given that there's high-speed internet in the environment so that the person can, or, or the family can commute from home. We gradually may also get into a, uh, a situation where people are going to want to grow their own food. So a half an acre lot with a house or an acre will be highly desirable. Now, on, on the alternative side to this, we have to ask ourselves, well, what's going to happen to urban living where, where people will want to, um, will they want to go back to cities? It may be that an Airbnb model is all that will happen so that people who are commuting to work may stay and commute for a day or two but then they'll go back and retreat back out to the country or suburbia wherever they may live and do the remainder of their work away because there will be this push to get back together and work in offices but there will also be a push to um, have balance if you will now the whole issue of um, you know interest rates at 1.35 percent for a long-term mortgage and if that continues to to drop and continues to to appear to be a trend, then we're looking at, you know, um, money having, um, basically, it's going to be free um, if you can get access. And this is where we're seeing a difficult time for young entrepreneurs and startups where people are having trouble accessing those funds. So let's plan for beyond the crisis. And for me, uh, and again, you, you, you can certainly do as you will, but for me, it's about planning for... Um, rentals of homes as opposed to um, or duplexes or triplexes or fourplexes even instead of renting an apartment 
or a condo in a high-rise, people are going to want to rent in environments that are more conducive to protection from this virus that's going to be with us for many years. They also will want uh, a backyard or a place where they can go and, and be away from this and be away from um, the four walls, if you will. Those are going to be highly desirable as we move through this phase into the next phase of, of, of after this. You'll also see, I believe, uh, recreational land, you know, 50 acres of, of forest in the northern Ontario. You'll see, you know, five acres if you can carve out an acre and, and plant a garden and, and be somewhat self-sustaining, um, highly valued, which in the past it was not. So, you know, municipalities would do themselves well in adding infrastructure to the rural community because people want to live in the rural areas, not in the cities, and providing them with access to high-speed internet, which is uh, today, as we would have talked about the telephone or even hydro uh, in the 50s or 60s. So those are my thoughts on this crisis, and regardless of what happens on Tuesday night, it's important to be ready. You may be able to, um, you know, get some of the... Um, I, I think I've mentioned in the past the um, mechanisms that we have used uh, to take care of this uh, fluctuation. On the Canadian market, it's HICS, H-I-X, which we have, and also on the U.S. market, it's S-R-T-Y, which is highly, highly volatile, so that if it, um, if it does reverse itself, you'll see a three-to-one loss in your investment, so that's a very, very risky uh, situation that we're involved with, um, <clears throat> but if if you are inclined to move towards getting some type of insurance, that's what we're doing. Uh, please talk to your advisors before you do anything because of the nature of the world we're in today. But remember, the goal is to predict a crisis, uh, which we know is coming. Uh, it doesn't take a lot to predict it. The question is, what can you do to prepare for it? Uh, prepare for the unpredictability of the crisis, but beyond the crisis. So what can you do next? So I'm H Hank for, <laughs> for the Shrink Money Advice. Look forward to speaking with you again next time. Batten down the hatches and enjoy the week. Take care. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com.